Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Crisis. It's hard to imagine the terror that those poor souls in the Bahamas are feeling at this very moment. Trapped in the dark with howling wind and rain, their homes destroyed, cars overturned, power lines gone, food and water scarce, and danger at every turn. When will it pass? Hurricane Dorian stubbornly sits atop this little island chain and keeps beating them with such a vengeance it is hardly imaginable and refuses to budge. Most reports claim it will begin moving again later today. Let's pray that it does. There were reports of a seven-month-old baby trapped on a roof in the Abacos. No one can attempt a rescue because the storm will not move. It's such a helpless feeling. I, along with others, would love to load up our boats with supplies and race over there, but 20-foot seas would preclude such actions. Airplanes cannot get in. All we can do is watch, wait, and pray. As bad as it seems, it could be much worse. If the storm had continued heading toward the 10 million people in Florida who would be affected by this behemoth, the devastation would be nightmarish on a magnified scale that would be off the charts. I was asked why I live in Florida and subject myself to such storms. Huh. Should I move to the West Coast and face forest fires, mudslides, and earthquakes? Or perhaps to the Midwest and its tornadoes? To the Northeast and its brutal winter storms? Flooding anywhere there's a major river system? Where can someone go to escape? Natural disasters are a fact of life, no matter where we live, and there is little chance that at some point in our lives we will experience one. I face more than most, and I always come away in awe of how small and insignificant we are. I know quite a few very powerful people. Sadly, most of them strut around like peacocks, more impressed with their stature and self-importance than those around them. And yet a simple bolt of lightning will make them cringe and whimper. The amazing power of God is so formidable, one would think that people would flock to him. I found that in prison ministry is fertile ground for winning people to cry. Why? Because they're in the middle of a serious crisis in their lives when incarcerated. When the terrorists attacked our nation for the first time on 9-11, the pews and churches were filled to overflowing for a few weeks, and then it was back to normal. It will likely take another crisis to get them to return in such numbers. God deserves our love and respect at all times. The serpent said in the garden that we wouldn't die. He lied. Death came upon the world with a vengeance and has plagued us ever since. Jesus wept for Lazarus and sweated blood at Gethsemane before dying on the cross to defeat death. What more could he have done? And yet, unless calamity strikes close to home, most will roll along through their lives oblivious to the only one who can save them.
Don't wait for a crisis to strike your life. Jesus stands at the door and knocks. Please don't keep him waiting. He will save you, and only he can can save you. Revelation 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.